Hi, welcome to Photos with Sharita podcast. I'm Shara Humphreys, and I'm here today with Rita Norton. Hey, Rita, how are you? I'm doing well, Shara. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I think that this is a fun topic, um, talking about how we record or document uh, the photos that go with stories. That's what we're going to talk about today because it's fresh in our minds. I know that you've been using a service that we both have tried and like, and all of this will be in the show notes. Don't forget, you can visit photoswithsharita.com to get the links to anything we talk about. But I think the question came up, and it's come up many times with our own clients and with our own family. How do you take say, a really special photo, just a treasured photo. And when people say, write the story that goes with it, and now in this day and age with technology and people living all across the country and not always in the same place, what our best recommendations as, you know, professional photo organizers and, and doing this uh, in our own businesses, where do they record the stories? Where do they write them down? I mean, obviously because I love to state the obvious, they could use a notebook, <laughs> pen and paper, nothing wrong with that. And and quite frankly, I'm just going to say, in this day and age, what a treasure that is. If you can get someone, a relative, or it's you, you yourself, if you handwrite something, because that can be scanned and then put with the photo. And I love that. That's probably my most favorite way. But I am well aware that many people... Um, just don't like their own handwriting. They prefer to type. And then even uh, a lot of people use, you know, text to type or voice to text where they can, you know, talk into their iPhone or talk to Siri or whoever they talk to, and then it converts it to text. But there's so many different ways. So let's talk about some other ways that are practical and then, you know, how you match up that story with the specific photo even though we also know you don't have to have the photo to tell a story of a time and place and a memory. So what's your best tip on that, Rita? Well, I, I think that's an important thing that you just said there, is that you, you don't have to have a photo. I, that That's a great conduit to start the conversation. But the company that I've been working with to capture some of my parents' stories is called Story Worth. And like Shara said, that will be in the um, show notes. And the way their service works is it is subscription-based, and you pay for a year. They have a library of photos that you can choose. I'm sorry, a library of questions that you can choose from. You can also edit those photo, those, <laughs> those questions. Apparently, I've got photos on my mind because I'm telling you about photos, but they have questions that you can edit. And you can also make up your own questions for any photos. So I've been sending these questions on a weekly basis. You can send them more often or less often. They're automatically sent through StoryWorth's uh, software. They arrive in my parents' email box, and then they write the story. They submit it, and I get a notification, and then it posts and is saved in the StoryWorth uh, you know, cloud service storage or whatever. Um, and at the end of the year, you can download those stories into a book and it is published as part of your, as part of the subscription service. So I'm right now at the time where I'm combining both my mom's and my dad's story into one book for 
myself and my siblings. So I love the idea. I actually uh, did a subscription to StoryWorth too, but I didn't. I just wanted to see their questions. A little bit funny here, and and this is just a side note to me. Uh, we need to. We'll reach out to StoryWorth. They're not sponsoring this podcast, but maybe we'll have them as a guest on a podcast, a future podcast, to talk more about their service and why they've developed it. You know, they're in the show notes. We're giving them a plug because, really, we always try to share uh, companies and that align with the things that we do and that we we love the idea and we've tried them ourselves. So. Shout out to StoryWorth because we both have tried their service and you're going much farther with them than I did. I just wanted to see the questions and see the process, which I love the weekly emails. And I I think that, you know, in my brain I had that I'm going to answer those questions and tell my kids different stories. Have I done that yet? No. Uh, True confession. No, (laughs) but I've saved them all. So I love the idea. Okay. The other other thing that's nice is I purchased the subscription for my parents so you can give this as a gift the questions come to me first and if I like am not if I don't think that question is applicable maybe it's something um, military related for example and for my mom that's not applicable but for my dad it was uh, I would just choose another question and the uh, software is very friendly to do that or if you wanted to modify one you can so they come to the person to me first and then if I say it's good to go, then it automatically just sends. And even if I see it and read it and think that's fine, it just goes. So there's very little maintenance or management, I should say, on the gift giver's part as far as the questions are concerned. Right. And so the story prompts, thats I mean, that's one of the things we talked about in mm-hmm. another podcast. And, and I think that's really important, the way that the stories are presented, because it can be emotional and all that. We're not going to go down that route. At this moment, we have talked about that, and we'll probably talk about it again and again and give story prompt or question prompt ideas for people because I think that's where they really get stuck. But today, let's talk about, now I'm going to pivot from StoryWorth and and talk about the fact that you're putting stories on the cloud, which a lot of the older generation aren't necessarily comfortable with, and they don't understand necessarily the cloud, and I'm not saying... um, it, well, it's just the backup. It's really another computer. It's their servers and, and their cloud, the StoryWorth cloud. So we do have kind of in our own best practices, we like to own our stuff. We like to make sure that if StoryWorth went out of business, which I hope they don't, um, where would they get those answers? So part of that for you, the end result is printing the stories into a book. But let's say I don't have StoryWorth and I I don't want to buy the subscription now, but I just have a couple of old photos from, you know, my grandfather's collection. And right now, how, what would be the best way for me to capture those stories and then put them with the photos that maybe, maybe I'm not ready even to do a book. You know, I think, I think we both would agree that the best way to deliver that final, you know, warm, fuzzy, wrap my arms around a digital album of scanned old photos and then stories, because I actually have that in my grandmother and, you know, grandfather's handwriting. But a lot of people don't. What would they do right now if they had like just say 10 or less photos and they wanted to to capture the stories with um, a generation that came before them? How would they do that? 
I guess I would have a couple questions for you as far as capturing the story. So if I wanted to capture, say, something from my grandma, is my grandma alive? Because if my grandma was alive and, you know, um, remembered what was going on, then I would sit with her and either ask her the question, show her the I mean, sorry, show her the photo, and then she would share the stories behind it. And I would just capture that either on a recorder with my phone or pen and paper. Um, there's also an app. But if they weren't, there's also an app called um, Talking Photos. That's for the iPhone. Sherry, you shared that earlier with me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's an Android or not. I'm Probably sure there's an Android version. If it's not that one, you could... You know, Google, and if we can put it in the show notes, sure. But so I get it. So the person's alive, very obvious. Thank you for that. If they're alive, you're going to sit with them and talk to them. But for me, I've lost my grandparents, and so I would be sitting with other relatives, my aunts and uncles, to ask them memories of my grandparents who are gone. And and so either way, I think the outcome is the same. It's, you know, pen and paper, or it's recording their voice, which I love, it's uh, asking them to handwrite if they are able and willing, or you could handwrite it as well, and that or type. Uh, I mean, all of these things seem obvious, but I swear these are the things that get in people's way of doing it because they're not sure. Like, we get all tangled up in what's the right way to do it and how should I do it, and and then I postpone it and I'm not sure, and is this the technology I should use or whatever. And what we're really saying is just go for it. Just do it. You know, time is fleeting. And if you have a relative that you could sit with right now and you have some precious photos, forget about, you know, the project of the book and giving it to the siblings and all that. Just start with three photos. And, and you know, whether you scan it and send it to their phone, if they have a smartphone and can look at it that way, or it's StoryWorth or it's a Google Doc, typing, you know, however you can capture that story. You can worry about how you get it put together in a beautiful way, you know, for presentation, for a gift or for yourself. I mean, I think it's a gift to yourself, frankly. Then then you can get to that. But I think we just get stuck on that part, you know, just getting started. So yeah, pick, pick a path. Pick a path. Are you going to handwrite? Are you going to record an an audio record? Heck, video record. I know that would not be a happy thing for most of my relatives or me. Video recording? Nope, not happening. Uh, you know, but you can record their voice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So any way you do it, there's not a wrong way. Not a wrong way to do this. And I think the other thing maybe to keep in mind as we're talking about photos, um, a lot of our Family members have like memorabilia that they love, like maybe a favorite book that they read you when you were a child and maybe getting a photo of the parent with that book and capturing the story that way, right? Because if the book, there's only one, there's three kids. So take a photo of this kind of this precious item and you know the stories surrounding that. You know that was a story book that your mom read you every night before you went to bed. Um, having them hold that. So think about maybe even them holding the photo and capturing a photo of that just to enrich the story or to um, keep in mind that you know that you want to have that for the future as far as something that you want to build on to include in a book and write more about it later. Yeah, so I love that idea that you could capture the story 
the photo that maybe didn't get captured way back when. Yeah. Capture it now with that special person if you have that, you know, kind of that. I don't know. I mean, some of those things to me are just family heirlooms, those special books, mm-hmm. or um, maybe it's, you know, grandma's favorite teapot. It's a collection. And we could talk about all of that. That's a whole nother subject on the podcast, which we'll, we'll talk about. So anyway, I think we've given you some great tips on just to get started, right? Like don't beat yourself up about there's this perfect way that I should be recording or capturing it. And I need certain equipment or tools or anything. It's just do it, right? Yeah. And, um, I'm stealing Nike's phrase. Okay, just do it. Doesn't that apply to so many things? Oh, yeah. And we would also just love to hear what else you want us to help you with about telling your stories with your photos. So definitely leave us a comment in the show notes page and let us know what you want to hear more about and where you get stuck with your own photos, whether they're heirloom photos, the precious old photos, or they're your current photos. Rita, anything else to add about stories or how we can continue to help people as we talk through our podcast? No, I think the only thing I would say is, don't put this on your list of I'll do that tomorrow. Time's precious. Time is fleeting. You know, add this to your to-do list for today. Yeah, make it a priority. You will never, I think I say that somewhere, you'll never regret taking the time to do this. Never. There is what you regret is when you didn't take the time. So make time. Yeah, put it at the top of your list. It it, it yields such great treasures that, you know, you can savor and future generations will savor. So love, love, love it. And uh, start telling your stories, today's stories and the stories of the past. All right. Thanks for joining us on Photos with Sharita. And we will be back with another podcast soon.